Hey, I'm Chris Adler, and every week I host and post a podcast on my website, Adler.tv. This is part two telling the story of the RV adventure I went on last year with my wife when we rented an RV and drove from Alabama to camp in the Grand Canyon. It was over 3,500 miles in all, and we only had seven days to get it done. A quick recap, at this point in the trip, we have picked up and packed up the camper van, drove all day through several states, crossed the Mississippi River, slept one night in a Walmart parking lot, realized we had a slow leak in our van tires, drove all day again, unknowingly punctured the tires on our tandem bicycle, drove through the flattest states ever, and then crossed into Colorado right before sunset. On the road again. So, we couldn't believe it but we made it officially out west mm-hmm. and uh it only took us one day one night i guess one night yeah there goes Mulder. oh wow the cat is attacking the dog <laughs> we pulled off to the side of the road i tried to make a smoothie and then i had everything loaded up and clicked start on the blender and it didn't work <laughs> so we went to taco bell so out of the three times that we Went out to eat on this trip. Taco Bell, number one. (laughs) She just got busted dancing while eating Taco Bell. (laughs) We were so tired, though. So loopy, so tired. And then we jumped back on the road and drove some more. And, like, you had planned a lot of these off-the-beaten-path routes, which would have been awesome during the day, (laughs) but during the nighttime, you're just on a crappy road. Right. And that was really, that was hard. That really was really hard. Like, we drove so, so much. You know, we were driving until midnight a lot of nights when we wanted to stop at 8, but we had to drive until midnight on a lot of nights. But I mean, a big reason that, I mean, something that slowed us down massively is having to fill up the tire like every 200 miles or so. Or this this air pump doesn't work after yeah. the next one. <laughs> Do you remember that one drive that we had in the middle of the night all night long and just seeing rabbit eyes yeah. glowing yeah. on the side of the Spotting road? Raccoons. <laughs> Spotting raccoons. Spotting raccoons. <laughs> like, yeah, it was kind of eerie just like, Knowing that you've been driving for like an hour and you've passed 300 rabbits mm-hmm. that, and are, like, that are just watching you go. It was weird. 300 rabbits and three cars. Lots of rabbits, but zero gas stations. So we pulled into town running on fumes. Yeah, we were almost completely out of gas just now. The light came on. The light was on for a long time. That was str- so stressful. That was stressful. We almost <laughs> ran out of gas in that moment. We really did. I mean, you were getting nervous. And if you were getting nervous, then it was definitely like... Well, I am a man. And I tend to ignore problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We did realize that like one of our vent covers mm-hmm. was just gone. Yeah, it flown off. <laughs> It's gone. <laughs> the door is gone. The door is gone. We do. The door to the that covers the refrigerator out there is gone. <laughs> I'm just gassing up and I just look and it's just gone. That also happened during this period of time. Not to point fingers at the owner of the RV, but when she showed us how the van worked, she didn't lock that grate down. There was one other thing she didn't quite lock down either. More on that later. We pulled in late and plugged in at the RV park. I'm glad we opted to do that. I remember that was something we debated. But, I mean, it was very cold. It was like in the 20s that evening. So, yeah, smart choice. Yeah. Can't believe we made it. We survived. I'm about to put on a movie. We made it to Colorado. 
Got coffee going here. Everything in the van worked, our blender, the microwave, and the water heater was cranking, which was nice because it was time to take my first shower in a van. Showering in a van is a unique experience. You have limited time because you have limited water and limited tank space, but it really wasn't too bad. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's cool. Okay. All right. That's warm now. I'll drop the soap. Oh, you had your, oh, oh yeah. in the back bed, you had your little vanity area. Mm -hmm. And there's like a shelf right there where you could put your lit mirror. <laughs> it was my pack and play. And <laughs> <laughs> Just go in there, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, that's your zone. I'm so high maintenance. First time we've seen mountains during the day. This is exciting. So this is the panel that flew off. I don't know why that's completely flat, that's fine. Oh, what a good looking breakfast. We got guacamole and eggs and sweet potatoes and hot sauce and salt and pepper. Oh yeah, the pup. Yep, so the next morning we went and <laughs> talked to the uh, people that own the RV park and paid them. I'm Karen. Karen, nice to meet you. Yeah. And who's this guy? That's Daisy. Hey Daisy girl. She thinks she has to let us know if that's he's good. around. In the van, there's like this display gauge that shows you how much, you know, liquid propane you have, which is what the stove runs off of. It's what heats the van, whatever, uh, hot water, and it also runs the fridge. The fridge, yeah. Also on this dial thing, it also shows you how much water you have left. It shows you how much gray water you've filled up and how much black water you've filled up in those tanks. So gray water is like sink water and shower water, and then black water is uh, just from your toilet. It's amazing how, you know, these never filled up at all. <laughs> Wonder why that is. <laughs> this is when we discovered why that tank was never filling up. Even though the black and gray tanks didn't seem to be filling up very much, I decided to empty the tanks while we were at an RV park. This was a big story on the Rick and Bubba show. That's where I work. Here's a quick clip of me talking to the Rick and Bubba guys about it. Here we go. And I noticed, I thought it was really weird <laughs> oh, that no. our black tank really wasn't, like the gauge wasn't going up really that much. Like it was staying on empty pretty much, the black tank. But we were, but I was using it. And I lift up the side compartment oh, thing, goodness. and I hate to throw Candace under the RV again. Oh no! But she showed us the valves. And you've been she dreaming it. She didn't push it. <laughs> she didn't push the <laughs> valve. Oh my goodness! <laughs> she didn't push it back in all the way. So oh my gosh! Not only did you throw a grate on the hood of a car. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'd rather have the grate than I had that. <laughs> oh, Holy! <laughs> The rain dirty. <laughs> oh, the rain here is... I mean, all over the country, too. Yeah, uh, one end to the other. I've never seen dark hell before. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Blue eyes. This was a slow a leak. Grime on this, this was road. a slow leak, but it was a leak, guys. Nonetheless. Oh, and oh, I... Candace I, is just... I, y'all, I, I, I think you've broken the law Dang. in 28 states. <laughs> yeah, they don't like that. You're a hazard. <laughs> you are. Thought, you're wow. a rolling hazard. At the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just condensation <laughs> from the air conditioner. I was like, man, that AC puts it out. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't. Oh, no. oh, no. That AC. <laughs> 
So, uh, don't you know those other truckers like, what are they doing? Y'all getting this on your windshield? Some kids spraying. So there's these. Some bearded kids spraying. (laughs) So there's these blue tabs that you can, you can flush, you can flush these blue tabs. And I will say never once, even when I had that, that mess to clean up. Never once did I have a smell. After that, it was no problem. That first time around, I had to take like a hose and like spray it out in there and stuff. It was bad. Oh no! Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. He left everything yeah. behind. Yeah. <laughs> why isn't it? Why isn't it filling up? I don't know. Let's keep it rolling. We're good. So once we got that handled, um, we were packed up and headed off to the Great Sand Dunes. National Park. Yep. <laughs> Our first national park. It was amazing. Um, if you've never been to Great Sand Dunes, it's like a mountain range. And then in front of that, a mountain range made out of sand. I'm so excited. I'm telling you, we have something special here in America. Thanks, Trump, for making America great again. Stephen Mather... It's John Muir, Ken Burns, too. Holy cow. This is crazy. So over here, you have mountains and snow. And here, deserty dunes. You got sandboarding. You've got, like, people sledding on sand. It was super cool. I hate getting sand in my shoes, and I was even okay with getting sand in my shoes because it was so cool. We'll have to go back there with mm, a sled. I forgot dogs were allowed. That's best. Oh, yeah. That's one cool thing about this park. It, look how small those people are. Like little tiny specks, ants. It looks like an ant hill. Yeah. Our first national park stamp. The visitor centers at these national parks have like a little rubber stamp that you can stamp your book if you want to. And so we did that. That yeah. was fun. This is the whole park. And then that's the dunes. And that's where we were just now. Yes. Okay. Wow. It was just a quick stop. I wish we could have had more time. So from there, the terrain started changing, changing, changing. We started getting into the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, the lower Rockies, yeah. We just saw snow. We drove to snow. We in here. This is honestly one of my favorite parts of the country. It's just unbelievable how close you are to the desert, how close you are to the plains. It's just like this weird zone. That's a chimney. And that's Chimney Rock. And there's a bunch of Chimney Rocks yeah, th- throughout <laughs> America, but that was one of them. Oh, man. There we are way down there at the bottom. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for stopping for quick drone flights every once in a while because that's one of my favorite things to do. I know. I And you know what? The footage is always awesome. Whenever you're doing drone flights, I can just kind of like, you know, either I usually I'm eating, but... That time I watched that family, that really sweet family, take like a self-timer photo. The dad like orchestrating it. They were on like an RV trip too. And I was just like, oh, that's awesome. We made it to Durango, Colorado. Wow. Really beautiful out here. Unbelievably beautiful. Like someone I know. We went 215 miles on 12.6 12.6 gallons, so getting about 17 miles per gallon on this thing right now. So we made our way uh, deeper into Colorado, and we made our way to some BLM land outside of Durango? Uh, yeah, Mesa. it was outside of Mesa Verde National Park. Okay. 
And explain what BLM land is and what are the rules and what what is it? Like, what is it? Um, I'm not prepared to speak on this. <laughs> oh, well, you should be. <laughs> what does BLM stand for? Well, it stands for Bureau of Land Management. Truthfully, we just don't really have it out east. So it's not something that I have a lot of experience with, but I can say that um, there are places, it's just basically land that's set aside and protected for various reasons. And some of that land might be land that you can camp on. And so some of that may be like dispersed camping sites where it's just kind of like, here's this big plot of land and you can just camp on it. Um, and other things like have set aside these campsites, like the place where we stayed. And you can stay for, I think it's, I'd have to go back and re-research, but I think it's like up to 14 days in one campsite, which obviously we couldn't do, but I wish we could have done because like this was an incredible find. And I found it, I think, through Campendium um, is how I found out about this particular BLM like campsite area. It was so pretty. And like all the driving, all the miles that we had covered and sleeping in a Walmart parking, you know, parking lot and then sleeping at an RV park, which honestly we didn't want to do. Like we don't want to be plugged in. Like we want to be out in the mess truthfully like we we don't want to be in an rv park uh, sometimes i do uh, not I always don't, though. i don't i know I don't, you don't i, don't I like know being, yeah i like being out out in it you know yeah i popped the drone up into the air and one direction i could see snow-capped mountains and then in the other direction i could see like deserty stone rock formations mm -hmm. or whatever those are called so it was a really cool spot and um, that felt to me like we had made it You even drank a celebratory soda. Oh, did I drink a root beer or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have footage of you like dancing oh, yeah. with a bottle in your hand oh, yeah. and it looks like you're like getting crunk and then you were like, <laughs> you were like sure to point out that it was actually just a soda. Uh, that is getting crunk. Like <laughs> That is getting, for you, that's getting crunk. <laughs> we did a camp, uh, campfire that night just from the wood that's like around you. You just, as long as it's on the ground, you can gather wood, pile it up, make a fire. We we had campfire tea. Wow. I cooked a, a sun basket that night <laughs> in the van. We're going to see if we can make a sun basket in a van. Yeah, I mean, I, here I am cooking like a full meal with steaks and sweet potatoes. and But look, I'm getting a good crust on these steaks <laughs> on the cast iron. This you is amazing. Yeah. I was and, asleep. <laughs> and you were asleep throughout all this, but that's fine. This is all inside. I'm free from bugs and heat and all that stuff too. Honestly, like that's a big deal to me. I, I bugs, bugs like piss me off. We had a campfire. We had woods around us. We had coyotes, mm -hmm. wild coyotes. We could just hear them off in the distance. We had a dance party in the van. <laughs> and I was really happy to be on that trip with you. Then mm -hmm. I was happy to be with you. The whole time, but particularly that I was happy with you the whole time too. <laughs> but particularly that was a really that was a really like awesome special night, just like like sensory overload. You know the smell of the sage, like the desert sage that was burning. Yeah, you made the most gourmet breakfasts. Yeah, we band. had bacon and eggs for breakfast every single day. Yeah, 
and we woke up with that camper van view Mm -hmm. that you know you and i had like spent so much time looking at on the internet like where people are laying in bed and they look out their car windows and see some kind of crazy Mm -hmm. awesome view we finally had that we had finally made it there and i felt like we had arrived and this was free yeah, this is free. And it's you can stay for up to 14 days. For free. It was so, so such a fun place. I could have hung out here with you for six days. Oh, yeah, for sure. Made fires and gone on hikes and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All right, on to Monument Valley today. Let's hit the road. And uh, you were driving. Yep, I was, yeah. Good for you. This is like... The best motorcycle road I've ever seen. And you let me fly the drone a little bit. Oh, yeah. You had some trouble on this flight. We stopped for a second. You're driving. We pulled off, and I took off on the drone, and then I just followed us in the drone as we were driving in the car. And then my battery starts to get low, and the drone has a safety feature built in so that it will try to go back home. And it kept fighting me, kept fighting me, kept fighting me. And so eventually I just, right here I think is where I do it. Yeah, I just crashed it <laughs> into a tree. It's a controlled crash. Yeah, it was a controlled crash. I was like, it's about to disappear. And I don't know if you can, it can even make it back. I don't know where it's going to land. So I'm just going to crash it into this tree. The landscape is now like pink rock yeah. with gigantic. I mean, that's so big. Then from here, we went into the Valley of the Gods. Yeah. Which is what and how do you know about it? And because I honestly, you were my tour guide on this trip so, so much of the time. No, so. I, I wish I'd re researched. It is BLM land too. It's just like an area. It's just like a, that's the thing. Like we're at this point, we're in Utah. And so there are just so many areas like this in Utah that are just like BLM lands that are just like, if you want to go off the grid, this is where you go. Um, and this one is like pretty well maintained. It has like a you know gravel road and kind of clear places that are campsites and things like that. But it's not as like packed in as the last BLM lands that we were on. Um, it's, I mean, you can read up a lot about Valley of the Gods. It's a very well-known place because it's on the way or whatever um, to Monument Valley, which is a very popular destination. We also stopped by Mexican Hat on the way. Yeah. Mexican Hat is basically a, it's basically a tour bus size rock sitting on top of a like Honda Fit size rock. <laughs> so if you were to balance a tour bus on top of a, a Honda Fit, that's what this would look like. Like it is amazing. We didn't go into this attraction or this park, but you can see it from the road. Yeah. And it, yeah, and I think it's just a matter of turning down the road. I don't think it's like, uh, okay. and that's really all it is. Yeah, it's cool though. Next stop, Monument Valley. Holy cow! Yeah, Monument Valley. Like that's where Forrest Gump is running, and he decides to turn around. But if you're looking for it, so many other movies took place in that mm-hmm. same exact area too. So many westerns yeah. and just like tons of pictures, like tons of like pe- yeah. people go there to take pictures because it's just a stunning, cool, striking site. Yeah. Um, and that, and, and the Monument Valley Park is is Navajo. It's, it's a Navajo park. So it's separate from any like 
so we didn't actually go inside the park we did not have time yeah. but we went by it and you can i mean you can see like the monoliths out in the distance anyway on the highway um but i i know i want to go in the park at least sometime yeah yeah. Oh, this is when we had the. Mo- oh, this, this is was such we- a sweet romantic moment we had together. This is when we had it all to ourselves. Oh, we were all by ourselves. At least we thought we were by ourselves. Like I look back and I'm like, yeah, we have the place to ourselves. Yes. And so we're looking at um, Monument Valley, hugging on each other, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then fifty <laughs> to a hundred people got off a bus that did not speak English, that were not really concerned with our beautiful moment that we were having. And we turned around and there were like a hundred Asians <laughs> with their cameras ready to roll. hundred tourists. Yes. hundred tourists, yeah. Were you, were you surprised? Were you surprised no, by knew, what I we knew. turned around to see? I knew it was happening. I just didn't know it was so many. <laughs> we thought we had the place to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you were cracking up it's still funny it's still oh funny oh my gosh so it'll always good. be funny we'll be uh, looking at having like a four by four to get deeper into a whole lot of these areas that you know with just the i mean this was a gigantic van so we were i wasn't pushing it Mm-mm. but i you know, I I got off the beaten path as much as I possibly could without pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were doing a lot of this stuff, like knowing, all right, we're going to come back with a four by four so that we can get just like a half a mile mm-hmm. deeper, you know, yeah. or a mile deeper into yeah. into nature. And which is with as many people that are starting to do this mm-hmm. lifestyle, I really do feel like four by four is going to be a necessity to get privacy, to get your own little slice of nature. And that's kind of that's kind of the goal a lot of times for a lot of people that go out and do these things. And for us, that's the goal a lot of the time too. So I definitely see uh, four by four being a necessity for our future. So, yeah. Oh yeah. This is when I got to skateboard for a second at Monument Valley. That was a bucket list. thing. Oh, so was that pre boosted board? Yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Utah is so cool. Mm-hmm. There is like so many just unbelievable rock formations everywhere that you look. I had to just say, okay, I got to stop filming. Like <laughs> I, I wanted to stop and film so many things. It got to the point where I was just like, I got to stop filming. Arizona. That's Utah. <laughs> state line. <laughs> the Grand Canyon State. But then we, yeah, then we went down to northern Arizona. It's like we're on Mars. We're driving on Mars. And we started seeing signs for the Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. North Rim versus the South Rim. Where to go? Yeah, which we had to do South Rim because North Rim is closed in the winter. Thank you so much. All right. We did it. We are in Grand Canyon National Park. And uh, we made the decision to try not to look at the Grand Canyon until we were standing at the edge. So you and I were like freaking out as we're like pulling up to the Grand Canyon. First view of Grand Canyon, no, 500 feet. No, we don't do it. So I don't, don't look do at it. that. Don't I don't do look it. at that. I'm no, keeping... we don't do it. We can look at another view. 
I just don't want to go to that one. Okay. That's where all the noobs go, you know? Okay. Never take the first offer. You know what they say. For sure. Okay. Don't look to the right. Don't. Do not look to the right. Don't look to the right. All right. Do I'm keep, not, I'm not look looking. Right. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I, having gone there with my dad, forgot that I had taken, I had taken an entrance that went straight on, like, into Grand Canyon Village. So it didn't pair, but this road that we took in paralleled the Grand Canyon, which I didn't realize. And I was like, oh, you're not going to see it. It's fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, there it is. Okay, we've got to take the next one. We right. Take the next opportunity. Are we going to look? We're going to go to the next scenic view, yeah. It looks like there's another new Navajo, Navajo point. I think that's appropriate. I think it's time. So we pulled the van into the parking lot at Navajo Point. Don't, I'm not looking. I'm, I'm looking, at, either, I'm looking at the just... ground. I'm looking at the ground. All right. You looking down? Yeah. Okay. I just don't want to trip. Okay. Just look at the ground. Okay. Just look at the ground. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> walking fast. You're walking fast. All right. Okay, wait. Yeah, let's Keep looking down. Look down. Okay. Keep looking down. Okay. <laughs> okay. You ready to look? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Remember, I'm very scared of heights. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the river. I know. That, that's, that's what got me. I know. When it's just rock, it's hard to get this sense of mm -hmm. scale. Mm -hmm. But then when you see a body of water, it almost brings it home. It's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> That's it for part two of our RV adventure. Next week is the conclusion where we camp and hike at the Grand Canyon and then tackle the long trip home. Thanks for checking out the show. Please like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and find more episodes at Adler.tv. And I'll see you next week with the final conclusion of our RV adventure.